Hello and welcome to the most requested episode I've ever had on the podcast. This is a question I get a lot. How do you balance it all? How do you balance motherhood, business, faith, staying consistent, marriage, pregnancy? How do you balance all of this? Because it feels like a myth that we could even come close to having a calm, balanced, focused existence. And let me tell you, I have been through so many different seasons of my life, and I am absolutely, positively not executing this perfectly, but I have learned a lot, and I am so focused on helping Christian women pursue and achieve their dreams. And I think creating a life of balance, creating this calm, peaceful existence where you have hyper-focus and clarity on what you're supposed to be doing, when and where, that's such a great dream to go after. That's like one of the the critical dreams. It's becoming balanced, right? Who you're becoming. And so I am so excited to dive into this question because you asked for it. Um, So here's some disclosures before we dive in. Okay, disclosure number one. I'm recording this while I'm still pregnant. It's airing, God willing. I mean, gosh, the baby must be here by the end of January. So this is airing after my child has been born. God willing, everything, you know, been okay. I'm okay. Baby's okay. So those are all my prayers. But I want you to know that as I'm recording this, I'm currently on maternity leave. And I, right now, as I'm recording this, um, I am pregnant. So I'm going to discuss specifically mother, big business, pregnancy, marriage, faith, and health from that perspective. And then I'm going to come back and do another episode when I get back from maternity leave on balancing it all with two kids and a business, because that's going to be a little different. And I'll I definitely have learned something in the journey. I can I can't really speak for what I where I will be when I'm there um, until I get there. So I'll record that when I come back. So speaking of maternity leave, yes, I'm on maternity leave right now. So don't think I'm recording these episodes while nursing a newborn. My goodness, no, I created a DIY maternity leave, and I have the next episode that's coming out on the podcast is how I set up my DIY maternity leave, uh, which can be tricky when you work for yourself. You don't have this paid leave. I know a lot of people who work in all sorts of different jobs, you don't have paid leave anyway because hashtag this is America. Um, And that's just terrible. I know I was just talking to my cousin. She had to take all of her saved up days before she could even have any sort of disability for maternity leave as a teacher. Um, And you only get paid like a third of your salary. So I just feel for everybody who doesn't have paid leave. I'm one of those people too, so I had to create it myself. So I'm going to share how I did it in the next episode. So if you work for yourself and you're considering having a child or maybe you're pregnant and you're like, how should I do that? Hopefully what I did can help you. So here's some fun news. Because balancing it all is such a big topic And there's so many things to dive into. I mean, there is how do you balance it all in your home, in your business, in your marriage, with your kids. I'm going to be doing a very specific 
balancing it all challenge at the end of March inside of the Christian Dreamers Facebook group, which was our Facebook group where we get to hang out. So go ahead and jump into that free Facebook community. We're going to do this fun free challenge at the end of March where we're going to do a couple days of live training step by step and really go through reflecting, making a specific plan for you. This will coincide with our spring seasonal refresh and it'll help you create an action plan and hopefully get encouraged around your strategy for creating a balanced life. So that challenge is coming up in March, but today I'm going to deep dive into my life right now and share my balance strategy with you. And yes, it is one of those anagrams, I think is what it's called, an anagram where, you know, the B stands for something, the A stands for something. So those are those are super fun. So make sure you have a piece of paper and you are ready to learn today because I'm going to share my balance strategy. Get ready. We're going to dive in right now. Hey dreamers, welcome to the dream planning podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God and your life is full of purpose. If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. All right, let's get balanced. You can grab your sheet of paper, grab your pencil. If you have your planner in front of you, you can flip to the back of the planner. There's tons of notes pages in the back that are blank and waiting for you there. Uh, We've been discussing a life of balance inside of the Facebook community. And I was asking um, some of you in there, what does having a life of balance mean to you? Like, what does that mean to balance it all? What would that look like if you actually had a life that felt balanced? What would that look like? And I got a lot of different responses. I'll share a couple of them with you now. One of them was to be organized on top of all of my family needs, home needs, business needs. Another person said, uh, for me, balance means being grounded, like both feet on the ground, keeping my focus and priorities. Another person said to have peace and presence. Um, Another one said uh, to be able to be present with all of my loved ones while working at my job, building a business, and to do that and have time for myself and God and work out. (laughs) And a lot of the people that answered this question had like laughter at the end or a laughing emoji because it felt like something that was impossible. And I want you to know that creating a life that is balanced or working towards a life that is balanced is not out of the realm of possibility for you. The only thing that is out of the realm of possibility is perfectionism. And perfectionism is what will typically hold us back from pursuing things because we think, well, if I'm not going to do it all perfect, then just forget about it. I'll just stick to what I'm doing now, which is living in a life of distraction and focusing on the next urgent task. And that's not what I want for you. I want you to have a life of intention. So anyways, I was talking to my husband this morning and here's some truths that I really wanted to come up with. Um, Number one, I am not perfect, okay? Like Polly is not perfectly balanced. I um, recently was sitting down with Chelsea to go over my wheel and it's not like every part of my wheel in the planner is pumped up. And if you're like, what wheel? What are you talking about? The wheel in the front of the planner, the personal growth section, 
It's where you assess how you're doing in all areas. And I'm not pumped up in every single area. There's certain areas I'm strong in. There's certain areas I'm weak in. And it fluctuates from season to season. You know, the seasons of life and the seasons of nature are in balance. But it doesn't mean that every season looks the same or we have this like extreme consistency across the board. There's seasons of harvest. There's seasons of rest. There's seasons of winter. There's seasons of, you know, summer. Like it it changes, okay? And so I just want you to know, first and foremost, I am not perfect, okay? But I do have some points that I think will help you. When I was chatting with Luke about it, he was saying, you know, you're really good at planning. And I think that's the key to you knowing what you need to be focused on. Like you have a plan for the day and you execute it. And that's what he's noticed as, you know, being my my husband and roommate and life partner. Um, so I think planning is key. I think the other big key is clarity. Like if you don't know what you're working towards in your business, your family, your health, your motherhood, your faith, um, it's going to be really hard to execute any sort of strategy or plan towards it because you don't have a vision for what you're going for. So those are really critical. And then lastly, um, support. Like I have a lot of support and I'm all for getting support. I have my husband who was very supportive in helping us execute our family routines. Um, I have childcare. So my daughter Jane goes to daycare from about 8.30 to 4.30 every day, Monday through Friday. Um, tomorrow she has half day because it's Christmas party. Uh, but, um, you know, for the most part, we have that childcare, which gives me the space to work on my business and focus on my dreams and pour into my home. And it also gives me some time to pour into my health. And uh, we're going to talk about this more once I get into like the balance strategy. But I think it's support is so necessary when my daughter was about two months old, that's when I really kind of threw in the towel and was like, okay, I'm going to need some support. And I actually had to adjust my uh, resources because I had hired people to help me through my maternity leave. And then I had to say, you know what, I'm going to need to take these resources and hire someone in my home to come care for my daughter and have in-home childcare. And so, you know, maybe that's something you need to look into. Maybe childcare is something that you need support in, specifically if you're a work-from-home mom or uh, stay-at-home mom, and even maybe it just looks like signing up for a Mother's Day Out program through a local church and just having two hours twice a week, you know, like start small, give yourself that time because I think especially as a mom, like I have to refuel in order to show up to be the best mom I can be. And like when I have time where I am with Jane, I am with Jane and that is my time. Like we are, I'm hyper-focused on her Because it's not about quantity as much as quality. Like the time that she's with me, I'm not at my computer or trying to be at my phone doing all this work. Like I'm just focused on Jane. And that's the memories and the environment I want to create for her. But I know full well, like if she was home with me all the time, I would be way more distracted. um, And she would feel that and she would know that. And so anyway, support is critical And I'll talk a little more about how my husband and I have created some balance and routines, which all comes back to communication because we'd have to communicate like, yo, this is not working. And we'd come, we came up with lots of different solutions over the years um, from the very beginning. And so I'll be talking more about that later. 
But let's dive into the balance method. Are you ready for my balance strategy? Okay, grab your piece of paper and I want you to spell out the word balance down your sheet. B-A-L-A-N-C-E. Balance. B-A-L-A-N-C-E. Spelling it again for those who are like me and they can't spell. Okay, when you think of the word balance, what do you think of? I think of gymnastics. I think of people on like a tight tightrope, which seems impossible, but I have walked on a balance beam, uh, so that seems a little more doable. <laughs> but if you can imagine like Simone Biles up on the balance beam, right? Just impressive. And you think about her balancing. What is she doing up there? She is zeroed in. She is focused and she knows her routine. You know what she's not doing? She's not looking around at what everyone else is doing. She's not on TikTok. She's not all over social media. She's not looking at the crowd and talking about people focused on their lives and their routines. She's focused on the next step her foot is taking or her hand is taking and executing the routine that she has created and practiced and mastered. It's the same thing for our life. Balance requires focus. Balance requires focus. We cannot expect to just have a life of balance by doing what everyone else is doing and continuing to do what we're doing right now. This is like tough love, but like if you are going home every day from work and turning on TV and watching TV for two, three hours, whatever, scrolling on Instagram, that's not going to lead to a life of balance. It's going to lead to a life of chaos. If your instincts and reflexes constantly drive you down to TikTok rabbit holes, that's not a life of balance. It's the same thing like if we want to have a healthy body and we want to be more healthy, it doesn't come from eating crap food. You know, like a balanced life doesn't come from uh, crap activities, okay? Like pardon my language, but it's the same thing. Like we have to be intentional. It takes work. But the good news is for like for Simone or for a gymnast, like the more you do a routine, it becomes muscle memory and the easier it is to have that balance and to know when you're off balance because you've had balance and it feels really good, right? We can know when our body is off. We can know when our marriage is off. And that takes this reflection time, but it takes focus. And so I want to just encourage you today to know, like, I can do this. And the stuff that Polly's going to go through is possible if I just start a few of these things today. Okay, so are you ready? B-A-L-A-N-C-E, the balance strategy. Okay, so the B stands for breathe, breathe, okay? We have to get back to this stillness. Um, another thing that I was thinking about having the B, B for is just to be where you are. I think that's the ultimate goal of being balanced is to learn how to be present, which is just be where you are which is something we're not good at as a culture. We always are, we're always being on our phone and 
letting our brains go somewhere else, be where you are. I think I remember learning that from Chelsea Joe in her workshop of like how to not be pulled in a million different directions. But with her time blocking systems, you know, if I'm in the time block of being a mom and I'm in the time block of like, let's say Jane time in my AM block, my goal in that block is to be where I'm at, which is with my daughter. And literally putting that on my schedule of like Jane time is a game changer. People can judge me for having to put that on my schedule. If you have to put that on your schedule, something's wrong with you as a mom. No, I just need boundaries. Like I know myself, like knowing that it's literally on my list to just have hyper-focused quality time with my daughter, I'm gonna show up for that. Um, So the B is first to breathe, okay? Take a deep breath. Let's do another one of those, okay? Cleansing breath here. We need to be where we are. We cannot be balanced if you are not able to be present where you are. And right now, you might be in a really chaotic season. You might be in a really dry season, a wilderness season, spiritually. You might be in a rapid river of transition season. You might be in a really slow season. Maybe you're in a lonely season. Maybe you're in a season of anxiety. Maybe you're in a season of all things new and it's all new, it's all exciting, but oh my gosh, it's so much. Knowing where you are and what season of life you're in is just so powerful. And so this B is just a stopping point of saying, okay, I'm going to breathe right now. And I'm going to be where I'm at, where I am. Be where I'm at. That 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 to me is a rem- such a good reminder that calms me down. That's the first step. Breathe and be where you are. Be where you are. Be where God has placed you. You are created for such a time as this, right here where you are. Okay? Next, A. A stands for assess. Assess. You cannot create a life of balance if you have no idea where you are, where you want to go. The only way I can fix things that are broken is if I sit down and take the time to step back and reflect and assess what's going wrong, what isn't working, what is working. And that takes reflection time. That's something I've personally built into my life. I sit down and journal. I'm a journaler. And let me tell you, that is the windshield wipers of the soul. It clears out the fog and gets that clarity. You have to have time to assess and to reflect. Maybe that's starting a little daily journaling. Where I'm at today? What's working? What's not working? What am I grateful for? Um, What's going on with me right now? That process of assessing and reflection is such a great tool to achieve balance because if we don't take time to see oh gosh my my gas tank's empty (laughs) you know or this is really off or whatever it is you're not going to even know and you're just going to keep living in dysfunction unless we call it out and have clarity on it okay another key thing for assessment is i know who i want to become in my marriage in my motherhood in my business professionally Um, in my faith, in my health, in all areas. I know who I'm becoming. 
And so that's such a critical step to assessment. And if you have not clarity, had that clarity on who do I want to become, you need to go back and listen to episode 80 on this podcast and fill out your personal growth plan for 2022, okay? Write that down, go back, listen to the personal growth plan. There's also a video tutorial for that on our website under the resource section. So if you're more of a video gal, you can watch that video, which will be something that we'll be checking in on when we do our March challenge in the Facebook group. Um, we'll be checking in on that wheel and, and like reassessing how we're doing and we're going to come up with our um, all of our things. So we'll touch back on that at the end of March, but go ahead and do it now. And then we'll re-kick it off at the end of March together, live. Yeah, I can't wait. So that is the A, assess. Assess who do you want to become. Get your wheel filled out. Get that clarity and start some routines of reflection because that is so critical. And that's the big thing with me and my marriage. Like when things weren't working, we had to sit down and talk about it and brainstorm different routines or rhythms or, you know, how about we implement this or let's try that and you just figure out what's going to work for you guys. Okay, the L, moving on to the L. The L is, ready? Learn, learn your fundamental needs. Okay, so A, L, A really are the three steps of episode 80, which is creating your personal growth plan. The assessment and the learning, you do, you knock out both of these if you watch that workshop and fill out your personal growth plan, which if you came to the Dreamer Summit, you did this. So yay, you might need to go back and refresh it and look back at your notes. But learning what are your fundamental needs? What's a fundamental need? A fundamental need is a non-negotiable for each area of your life And it's an activity that you are going to add into your week that helps you become who you're called to become. These are your non-negotiables. For me, right now, my non-negotiables are creative time with my daughter once a week. We do it more than that, but I have like legitimate scheduled time of like, I'm going to do this fun, creative time, doing art, dance party, whatever it is with my daughter. The next thing I have on my list is I have a workout of some sort at least once a week. Okay, I'm I'm making these layups right now because I'm pregnant and like I don't need to like overshoot the moon, okay? (laughs) For marriage, we do our marriage journal every Sunday night. We sit down, we answer six questions together. For professional, that's an area I'm already focused on and feeling good in. So that's just me showing up for my work block every day. That's my fundamental need. And I have one for every area of my life. I know what my fundamental needs are. So if you don't have your fundamental needs, you need to learn what yours are by creating them. So go back to episode 80 and listen to it, okay? Now next. Next is another A. And that A is... Add, add. We have to add our fundamental needs into our week. We have to add our fundamental needs into our week. How do we do that? Well, you have to look at your week and create a system where you can actually fit these in. And by knowing how important it is that you do these, you will make time for what is important. 
For me, I fit a lot of my fundamental needs in right after my daughter goes to school. So she goes to school, I jump to the gym. She goes to school, I spend some time cleaning. I have my home investment time. She goes to like she goes to school, that's when I jump right into my Bible study because I in this season of life, my Bible study has been occurring as soon as she goes to school. Sometimes I can do it before she wakes up, but in this season, I've changed things around because I reflected, I assessed, and I crafted a new schedule that's working for me. I'm not trying to fit myself into a box that doesn't work for me. So we have to actually sit down with our week and pencil in these fundamental needs, which is something that we talk about Um, on episode 80, and then also in our time blocking workshop. And I have a link to the time blocking workshop below, as well as episode 80 below. So you can jump down to those to help you with letters A, L, and A. So assess, learn, and add. Okay, the N is probably one of the most critical steps. And this one, honestly, Shouldn't be so far down on the list, but unfortunately, the in and balance is just far down on the list, so it is what it is. But this one's really, really critical, and it's the word no. No. You cannot have balance without having a strong commitment to the word no. And I'm a seven on the Enneagram. I don't know if you guys are like Enneagram haters or Enneagram fans or totally indifferent to the Enneagram, but I'm a seven. And for me, I tend to classify as somebody who likes to do everything, who has a FOMO, who says, yes, I'm a leaper. I like to leap into stuff without thinking. And I make quick decisions. I got married in three months. I started this company in three months. I'm like, let's go and let's go now. Like that's my modus operandi. That's my MO. So I'm a leaper and it has taken me a long time to learn this word and set boundaries, but we have to have boundaries. Boundaries are critical to our success. And like I was saying at the beginning of the episode, if we're going to continue to, if we, if we want a life of balance, we cannot continue to live in the schedule and in the lifestyle that we're living in right now. We can't copy our culture and expect balance. It just doesn't work like that. That is not how it works. We have to make changes. And a lot of those changes, unfortunately, are subtractions. But what we'll find is well, there's so much fruit in our boundaries. For example, I don't really watch TV. I have people ask me all the time, oh, have you seen this? Have you seen that? Do you watch this? Like, no, I don't. I absolutely don't. I watch one show a week. And like, maybe if my husband and I are like hanging out one night and like, we want to chill and, you know, connect or whatever. It's like, let's watch a Christmas movie. Let's watch something like we do every year. We watch uh, Christmas Vacation. And so, like, we're looking forward to doing that at some point this year. But I absolutely do not fill my time with television because that doesn't create balance in my life. It's just a distraction. I don't have TikTok on my phone. I try not to log into Instagram that much. That's something I'm working on. That's my next step is completely removing Instagram off my plate and out of my life. But for you, what is that for you? What are the calm stealers? What are the things that steal your calm, that steal your peace, that steal your presence? 
just going to give you a minute to kind of think about that. Like, what do you feel like is a boundary you need? When I was starting Horatio Printing, living in New York City back in 2014, I started that company in three months. And let me tell you, I had strong boundaries for those three months as I was living under a rock birthing that company. I did not go out. I didn't party. I wasn't, I didn't drink. I didn't go out to dinner with friends. Like I was building that business. And I'm not saying you have to go so hardcore, but I had a key, key focus. I was on the balance beam and I was not looking up for anything. And for you in your life, like maybe the the goal isn't so much starting this business in three months or something, but it's about having a thriving marriage and being healthy and being a present mom or, you know, having a successful professional career. Well, we have to stop looking around at what everyone else is doing and falling into our reflex distraction traps, which when I say reflex distractions, it's like, you know how you just grab your phone for no reason, like it hasn't even buzzed, but we just have this reflex to grab it. That's, that's what our life becomes. It's like, how can we be peaceful and present and calm if we are tied to these strong reflexes? So we have to learn to say no. We have to learn to say no. And we have to figure out what we're saying no to. And by knowing what we're saying yes to, it's a lot easier to know what we're saying no to, which is why assessing where you're at and learning your fundamental needs and saying yes to those. Well, when you say yes to those fundamental needs, you will clearly see, okay, well, where am I? Where's the time that I'm wasting? Because we all are wasting time. If you want to know about the time you're wasting, pull up these statistics in your iPhone and go look up screen time by, by app. And you can see how much time in a week we waste on our social media device, okay? So that's one area that we really have to say no to. So onwards, the next letter is C. C stands for craft. Craft, I love this word. I believe you are an artist and we must craft our life into a work of art. We have to get creative. We have to roll up our sleeves and get ready to create this schedule. And one of the things that we can start creating is routines and rhythms. Routines and rhythms. And so if something isn't working for you, you probably need to add some sort of routine into your life. I'm going to go through a couple routines that I created with my husband that were super helpful when we had our child and we both were working from home, okay? So we're working from home, we have the baby, and we're like, okay, like this isn't working. Neither of us are getting enough sleep. It was just so much. And so what we did was we started implementing these shifts with the baby. And so this might be just like a little tangent if you are... um, at home with a newborn or soon to be, but we create these schedules like a two, four, four, two. So for two hours, um, I would be on with the baby. And then for four hours, he would be on for the baby. And then four hours, I would be on for the baby. And then two hours, he would be. So we would take turns or we do a two, four, four, two or two, three, three, two. And that would cover a 10 hour shift. And that would give me like a two, three, three, two would give me five hours in my day where I had to myself, which as a mom with a newborn, that was 
amazing, like absolutely amazing. And yes, I was pumping in order to do that. Um, I was still home or around or at the grocery store somewhere close by if he needed me. But that gave him so much confidence in like letting him take care of the child and, and trusting him and releasing control. And it was just really, really powerful. And for him, he started from the beginning of really caring for our daughter. And it was me and him. Like when we had Jane, my daughter, it was just the two of us down in Orlando, Florida. We didn't have any family nearby. So it wasn't like, oh, let me call my mom, bring her over, whatever. Like we were really starting as this unit of two. And so maybe you want to have a conversation of like, hey, like, can we try this shift system? Um, it's a great thing to bring up. Another one was we started to kind of lose our minds without having individual free time. And so we started implementing through a conversation, a routine of a mom's night out and a dad's night out because it was really hard to always find childcare for us to go out together. So once a week, um, one week it'd be his week, one week it'd be my week, and I would have a mom's night out. And uh, around six o'clock, I would leave. I'd come home around nine and I would just go out to dinner by myself and journal and reflect and write, enjoy a glass of wine, have dinner, and I would come home and that would just be this nice refreshment time for me. He would do the same on the following week and he would go see a movie and enjoy that and go to dinner by himself and come home. We're highly individual people. We obviously still prioritized a date night, but having that individual time was so refueling and I cannot tell you how powerful that was. And that just kept building confidence of us being able to care for our kiddo on our own as well. So that helped me build trust with him as a caregiver and that was just really, really great. So those are some fun routines we did um, in the first six months of my daughter's life. And then after that, uh, when we moved to Tennessee, we put our child in daycare when she was about one. Um, and that was also a huge uh, relief there. So let's talk about some rhythms. I have three critical rhythms that I want you to look at today that are 100% critical for you to achieve any sort of balance. And so I want you to under the word, under the letter C or off to the side, I want you to write my rhythms. And I want you to think about these three rhythms and are you prioritizing them or not? Because we have to create this new outlook of how we're going to use routines and rhythms to create balance. And so under my rhythms, I want you to write the numbers one, two, and three. And next to number one, I want you to write rest. How is your current rhythm of rest? This is a key indicator of whether or not you're in a state of balance or not. How is your rest? Like literally your, your sleep. Are you sleeping? For me, I prioritize rest. I get over eight hours a night. And I don't say that to toot my own horn. I say that because I prioritize it. I work towards it and I go for it and I do it. Like... I prioritize my rest and I really, really invested in sleep training for my daughter as well. I did the taking care of baby, babies method, which is kind of close to baby wise, but I love taking care of babies. I should put a link in the show notes for you if you're like, I'm in search for a sleep training method. Jane's, you know, almost three now, but that was such a critical piece of 
um, health for me as a mom, we're going to do it again. You better believe I'm going to invest in sleep training um, as soon as he's at the age where he can sleep through the night safely. We're going to start that routine again because that's critical for me to have success and balance as a mom. So rest, are you prioritizing this rhythm of rest in your life? Yes or no? Are you getting adequate sleep at night? How do you balance it all? You focus on a rhythm of rest. That is so critical. That's a great takeaway for today. The second rhythm that is critical to your balanced life is your my rhythm spiritually. Do you have a spiritual rhythm where you are taking time, carving time in your day to speak to God, to read his word, to journal, to pray? If not, I highly recommend doing a SOAP Bible study. You can grab a SOAP Bible study at HoratioPrinting.com. There's a link in the show notes to snag one. And they're great because they're built off of different seasons of life, like season of transition, anxiety, purpose, rest, loss, all sorts of different seasons. And you can even snag a free download in the show notes as well if you want to just print it out and try it. You can snag that in the show notes below. Um, But that's a great way to fit it in like 15 minutes a day, like start small. But this, it's just critical. It needs to be in your rhythm. If I only have five minutes, you better believe I'm going to do something for five minutes. That's, that is so important to my peace, to everything that I'm doing in my life, everything that I'm creating and who I am becoming. That is a priority. And I'm really excited about this new resource that I've been trying out. It's super fun. It's called the Lectio 365 app. And it's just this great little app I learned from Amy Brady that you plug it in your headphones in the morning and at night, and there's just this audio you can hear. So I'm excited about testing that out when I'm in my maternity leave and like have my baby at home because it is tough with a newborn to fit in the Bible study. So I'm going to be doing the audio method and just listening to scripture and praying and letting that be this really peaceful time for me. So that's something great. You can also listen in the car, um, Lectio 365. It's a free app. So that's wonderful. So how is your current routine rhythm spiritually? Okay. And then for number three, for your three key rhythms, when you look back at the letter A, the letter for assess, what area of your life are you struggling in the most? If you could pinpoint one area you are struggling the most, whether it's professional, spiritual, marriage, motherhood, in your house, physical, financial, what area would you be like, oh, that's it's definitely physical or it's definitely, what's that area? Okay, well, that's your third key rhythm, okay? You need to implement a rhythm in your life where at least once a week you are investing in that area, at least once a week. And if you're like, I don't know, I don't know, go do the fundamental needs back on episode 80. You will be able to pinpoint this, nail it down, figure it out, and actually figure out what that action is through that system. So that is pretty much everything. I have one letter left. I know this is a long episode, but I really wanted to dive into this. And I'm so excited about our Balancing It All Challenge at the end of March, where we're really going to dive into this in more depth. 
But E, E stands for execute. Execute. You have to execute this strategy where we want to assess who we're becoming, learn our fundamental needs, add them in, say no, create these strong boundaries, craft your routines and rhythm, and then E, you've got to execute it. You've got to show up for yourself. You deserve this. You deserve this. And another thing you need to execute, which is so critical, is your exit strategy. What are you saying no to? And what's your exit strategy going to be? Like if you're like, okay, I'm going to say no to TikTok. Okay, what's your exit strategy? I don't know. I'll just stop doing it. No, you need to delete it off your phone. Like open that thing up and delete that sucker off your phone. Exit. Exit strategy. What is your exit strategy for the things that are stealing your time, distractions. Maybe you have a friend that always wants to hang out and call you and just gossip. Guess what? Time waster. That's not a fundamental need. That's not helping you become who you're called to become. You need an exit strategy from that specific activity. What is it? You're not going to answer the phone? Are you going to shut it down the next time she wants to talk about people? What, what is it? How are you exiting? If it's always about coming home, watching TV and having this distraction, how are you exiting that? Because you know you have all these fundamental needs to do, right? We need to fill that time with what we're saying yes to. So what's your exit strategy? I hope this has been helpful for you. I'm so excited. Just to go back through the letters, B stands for breathe and be where you are. A is assess and reflect. Reflection is critical. L is learn your fundamental needs. A is add those fundamental needs. N is for know, meaning what are you saying no to? What are the boundaries you're going to set up in your life? And the, removing the calm stealers in your life. C is for crafting routines and rhythms. Your key rhythms are rest, spiritual, and that third one that you came up with based on where you're the most discouraged. And then E is execute. I am cheering you on. Come jump jump into the free Facebook community. It's called Christian Dreamers Community run by Horatio Printing. I am there. I would love to see you there. And don't forget, in the next episode, I will be sharing how I crafted my DIY maternity leave, if that's something you are interested in. And I cannot wait to hang out with you guys at the end of March to do our Balancing It All challenge. Thanks for listening to the Dream Planning Podcast. I hope that this episode blessed you today. If it did, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a quick 15-second review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I would love to connect with you. Now, if you don't have a 2022 Dream Planner yet, what are you waiting for? Now is the time to dream big with God for the new year. You can use my code PODCAST15, that's PODCAST15, to get 15% off your order today. And I also want to make sure you know that you are invited to join the Horatio Printing Academy and take the Dream Crafting course. If you're wanting to know more about your purpose and your calling and to map out your God-sized dream, this is the course for you. I cannot wait to welcome you inside and let you join the Dreamer Circle community. We are waiting for you. Head over to thedreamerinyou.com to get more information. You can grab your planner over at HoratioPrinting.com. 
Have a wonderful day. You are so loved and the best is yet to come.